1: Oh yeah, faded out right on time, and we both danced exactly the right amount. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the I appropriate think any dancing of is the minutes. right amount.
1: Do <laughs> uh, you know what I should have done, although it's too late now, but we've done so many podcasts, like with yourself and with Alex, with all these funky theme tunes, and we're always just dancing. I should have just got lots of video clips, not of any episodes, just of us all dancing in like 20 different episodes, and just made like a montage of that, but it's too late.
0: You know what you should have done, <laughs> but it's too late
1: now, is actually give a proper introduction. It's never too late for that. Welcome to Dark Place Dreamers. <laughs> I'm Nadeem, joined by Dark Place Roberts.
0: How are you getting on?
1: <laughs> and we're going to do, it's episode 14 of Dark Place Dreamers all together. And we're doing episode 8 of The Sandman.
0: Yeah, so this was a bit of a weird one because we watched this last week. and uh, Just with our own schedules. Uh, it's, it's uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So the good news is we decided to watch one together in the same room for the first time. The bad news is it was like a week and a half ago. <laughs> the other good news is I did take a lot of notes. The bad news is I've not looked at them since. So this is going to be a
0: lot of memory recap. It's all like a dream to ourselves, actually. We have to it's recall everything, snippets and bits. Welcome
1: to the last episode. We apologize in advance. <laughs> okay. So this was episode eight. Um... I don't really like the even-numbered episodes that much. I think they're weaker, typically, than the odds. I think that this, particularly after the last episode, this follows in that trend. And it was just there. It was just a filler episode, I think. It's just one of those episodes that's still ramping
0: up to the final two episodes, actually.
1: I, the whole show, I keep hearing it's ramping up, but there's like, it's almost done. I don't know what it's <laughs> ramping up to at this point. There's only ten episodes. <laughs>
0: um... No, there's, just so, there's still some scenes that are very satisfying to watch and some scenes that are just, yeah, it, it just works.
1: Okay, well, uh, let's have a look. What have we got? So we open the show. The librarian wants Rose to leave the dream world. That's the opening moment. So you'll remember that Rose appeared at the end of the previous episode and she says, you know something about my brother. And we think, oh, she's figured out that she can access the dream world. Um, Where the dream is. She can...
0: She can Access the dream world. Everybody can access the dream world. It's the fact that she can go into the dream's house.
1: Yeah, like she is physically there in his house and she knows where he is and things. Um, Now we realise something we didn't realise last time, which is that, yes, she's there, but she doesn't know where she is or really who the dream is or who she is or why she's there. So it's like she's turned up, but she's not really in control of her abilities. Yeah, so
0: it's just a dream, but it's a dream that's taking place in the Sandman's house.
1: Yeah, the, the Sandman or the Dream now wanders well maybe conveniently we've got these two story threads we've got your missing brother and we've got these three missing nightmares so guys we've only got like two episodes left what if the brother's with one of the nightmares check moving things along so he's right in that supposition of course and she says well I'll find him using my own abilities um, and they say well we'll send someone to watch over you yeah. So they send the raven to watch over her, but he's not really oh actually relevant. God. I just, I just want to play that
0: <laughs> That was so out of place. And so, <laughs> that was so jaunty.
1: But anyway. I think uh, it was just an excuse to get rid of the raven. The dream's like, I ah, will send the raven with you. It's like, I don't even need him. I'm fine. Yeah, like, ah, we'll, we'll send the, raven. And <laughs> the, raven, and the raven. They
0: have an entire conversation about the raven is supposed to look after him, uh, after Rose and uh, just keep an eye out for anything that's weird. And um they, he tries to narrow this down. It's like define weird. You weren't a fan of this particular conversation because they introduced a stop animation uh pumpkin uh I think that was,
1: thing. That was last time, I think. Um, but no, I wasn't a fan of that at all. The strange pumpkin thing. Like, no, just keep it real, you know? Keep it real. Uh, so
0: are, did I jump back too far?
1: Yes. I think it what was, we jump to instead now is something um equally unreal, we're in a spaceship basement. And the spaceship basement is like Dexter's lab, except it's a child's dream and the little missing boy is the superhero and he's calling himself the Sandman. And he uses sand, but then there are rats. And then the town is completely... (laughs) (laughs) There are lots of rats. There's lots of rats (laughs) everywhere and he's very scared of them. But he has his attack sand, so it's all fine.
0: Your notes are amazing. So the child is actually, have, you're you're introduced to
1: this uh, dream scenario where it's... Uh, I've written, yeah. I've written, he uses sand, but then there are rats. Town is empty. You know, great notes. See, it sounds like
0: you're one of these people who writes the AI dialogue for a bathroom <laughs> Um Yes, yeah, so the entire point is that it's uh, this nightmare. What missing nightmares? can't remember her name. Yeah, uh, she's we find- actually... React. Go ahead. Uh, she trapped the child in a dream that's very obviously uh, inspired by the dream world and Sandman. And, uh, you know, he has the little gem, uh, the ruby around his neck, and he's dressed up as a superhero. Um, he does go into town to find all the missing children and he gets attacked by rats. And that's when he wakes up and realizes that he's actually being attacked by a rat that's biting into his hand.
1: Yes. And this is where it turns very sad. I just, yeah, one thing I want to point out is, we, we find out a little bit later that she is the missing nightmare, but I think you guess it anyway, but they explicitly state it later. Um, and I'm thinking, okay, she's a bad guy, but she's not actually. She's trying to help the poor kid. Because this spaceship basement is really just the basement. It's just the cellar that the dad, the stepdad or the foster dad or whoever he is said he was going to lock the kid in at the last episode.
0: I didn't even twig that. That's, that's right.
1: Yeah, so he's just you locked in be- there.
0: And she's just trying to. So that's that's actually a major theme of herself. Um, oh, should I jump forward or keep it linear? Keep it
1: linear for now,
0: because okay.
1: it's already a mess. So, <laughs> Rose now asks her granny if she can stay longer to investigate her brother. Now, sneaky, sneaky Rose, because I am convinced well, I- Rose is on the on the take here. Like, Rose is out to get some money for herself. I think the granny's paying her by the hour for her investigative skills. She's like, I'm going to find my missing brother, and, oh, I'm going to need a little bit longer. Going to need a little bit longer.
0: Okay, no, but you, you understand that Rose is, is, you know, she's the sole heir to the granny's fortune.
1: Okay, so she's going to get all the money anyway in, like, two years when yeah. the granny dies, but... <laughs> Three years? You're optimistic. <laughs> It's just a little bit like, you know, I'll go find my brother. All expenses paid? Yeah, cool. This is going to be a long trip. <laughs> i heard. She's, she's putting in all the efforts. There's some clues in a cruise ship, right? Yeah, i got to go there for a few weeks, you know. <laughs> just track him down. Some um, not leads or anything. <laughs> playing uh, shuffleboard on the cruise ship. I like, No, he's definitely not here. So. <laughs> okay, so we now cut to the granny and the granny is having tea with mother flipping disco glasses you down and disco i spent about 5 hours to find that it was totally worth it <laughs> wasn't easy to find uh, project snowbird by why. trapdoor but not the remix version um I had it, but then it was in, like, a file that I was only available in iTunes, and it wasn't in Spotify or YouTube or anywhere, but I don't have iTunes, and I had to, like, download it, and then my iPod is locked on five accounts, and just a lot of messing around, and I couldn't find it on, like, any other modern streaming services or anything, so that was tricky. Right, you got to get down and shake your disco butt. So, uh, disco glasses is here. He's, ha- Do you know, I want to play it again, but I won't. He's, um, <laughs> he's having uh, the the tea with the granny. Okay.
0: So now he's located where Rose
1: is. No, he's fine. out where real because the granny just like, well. We're doing this investigation and the one kid's gone missing and the other kid's gone to look for him. And here's a complete stranger with disco glasses asking for her location. That'll be completely safe if I just tell her him where they are. I can't think of any reason why this would be a bad idea.
0: <laughs> She's a little old lady. She doesn't know any better.
1: Uh, well, I've written oops. <laughs> so now we're back in the weird B&B and the misfits are putting up posters and the one lady's in bed um, with the husband, but of course the husband's dead. Because, you know, and I don't know if he's a ghost or if it's a dream. And I think they also don't know. And they discuss this. I don't. Yeah, it's never quite established what exactly is going on there. But he is quite sentient. He says, how can this be a dream when I've like just gone to work today? And like, I'm also building a house. Dreams don't do that. But nor do ghosts. And I don't know.
0: <laughs> I'm sure there's a ghost that goes to work.
1: I'm just picturing, like, a white, like, a Casper ghost, but he's wearing, like, a trench coat and, uh, like, a Stetson or something with a briefcase. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's roll with that. <laughs> so now the lady who has ghost sex asks child services lady if the brother is okay, and she just goes, yeah, I'm sure he is. Well, flipping sorted <laughs> then. Job done. That's another another case Never. solved. Pop that Never in the office, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Eventually, they. This is is
0: the civil services, isn't it?
1: Ah, eventually, she kind of says, "Maybe we should look into this a little bit." Um, after she's essentially bullied into doing her job, but you know, she (laughs) she was on her tea break, I guess. So, Disco Glasses um, is now on the beach watching them put up the posters, and.
0: But. He is trying to avoid the little Raven fella.
1: Yes. Rose also talks to a random crew thinking it's the Raven. And that was one moment of comedy. Raven adjacent. The Raven himself is not funny, but there was a Raven adjacent moment of comedy when it wasn't him.
0: It is the only worthwhile contribution that that thing has made to the entire series.
1: Yes. His best contribution was not being him this one time and it being a crow instead. (laughs) crow, Yeah. When your yeah. when your best quality is a, a negative, you're not doing. Not great. being you. <laughs> you know that one time I wasn't there, That was a good time. <laughs> um, Disco Glasses leaves then when he eventually sees the Raven, and now we have a tense inspection scene where the child services lady goes to the house, and they're all sitting around, very tense. and It's very very clear that nothing is going well, but they're just like, yep. This is all going well. This kid looks really tense and scared. This is perfect. And the stepdad is also really te- really weird and tense and angry. This is a perfect happy little family. No problems here.
0: Nope, there's no follow-up, no red flags. There's nothing. Um, child tries to slip a help me note into the social, into the social worker's bag as well. Under yes. the guise of a hug. I, I, I would have thought at some point you'd talk to the child alone you would think
1: yeah if you think the child is unsafe with the parents the last Even, thing you would like, do is interview the child in front of the parents
0: <laughs> like you would just do that as standard procedure I, I don't know this is all uh back in the 80s i think whenever it was written or whenever the comic books came out
1: yeah i mean remember so, this is already the intense investigation the first step investigation was i'm sure he's fine <laughs> you know <laughs> so this is already going above and beyond here
0: I guess, yeah. It's fairly <laughs> thorough work altogether. i sure um, funny.
1: We have a tense moment where she gets back to her office and Disco Glasses shows up and we think, oh no, now she's not going to get the note out of the handbag. But then she does look in the handbag and the note's not there because the foster dad somehow, not explained, was able to get the note out of her handbag. Knew what was going on. Um, so now Disco Glasses just kills the girl. just As, as he does. Since you're not not doing your job very well, kill.
0: Eat the eyes. And I don't know at what point um, I'm actually going to have to let you take the lead on this because I might be jumping forward in the story. That's all right.
1: Well, what happens next is the boy is now going to be punished and it's very scary and sad and tense. Um. I didn't like that. But Disco Glasses now looks through the dead girl's files and gets some addresses and interests and things and uses his eyes to eat the other eyes. Okay. Nom, nom, nom. Rose now dreams her way into another drag show. So I guess this episode is also running short and I just thought, let's just have another song. Um, So get back in. She watches another show. uh, But now the singer rips off his own face.
0: So there's that. You might want to explain that this is also a dream.
1: Yeah, yeah, she dreams her way back into it, I said.
0: Like, this wasn't just... You, you didn't... Okay. Okay, no, fair enough. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. Well,
1: she dreams her way into a dream drag show, if that helps. Um, Singer rips off yes. face. What's going on? More ghost sex. Uh,
0: yeah, she ends up running through a load of other people's dreams. Sandman then helps her to locate... Um, walking through people's dreams, all the dreams of people she knows she's eventually able to manage to locate her brother's dream, which has been hidden from the Sandman.
1: We do see one of the dreams is Ken and uh, Barbie again, and Ken's naked in the street and Barbie's in the car, you know, going to drive away or whatever. So we see these little things. I've written the dream appears to advise, but then I've just taken a new paragraph at that point. So I don't know who he advised. Uh, He doesn't do much. He just kind of says
0: focus. He's just there. And uh, Rose manages to find her brother's dream just by following a a
1: trail of clues. Well, there we go then. Um, Barbie now dreams that she is a weird wild bear thing. Uh, she she's in she's with a weird bear that's talking to her. She's with a yes. weird bear.
0: So she's drenched up this fantasy storyline that I'm sure you'd love, Dean. But she's being talking to a weird bear creature, and it's all fantastical and lovely and amazing. Yep. Whereas lying in the bed next to her, there's a the guy who's dreaming about being locked out of a car.
1: Yes, and then the little goth girl is seeking the other girl when she was younger, and I guess they've been inseparable ever since. So it's all these little snippets of the people we don't care about. Um, Okay, and then the kid in his superhero mode tells the Sandman that he is the Sandman. And it's like, well, no, you're not. (laughs) Um, I am. That is literally me. But he doesn't recognize his sister, um, which is interesting.
0: Uh, Hasn't seen her in a long time, I guess. He does recognize her after a little bit.
1: I think eventually. There's a nightmare. He's called Jed, I think, right? There's a nightmare with Jed um, and he thinks it's their mum, but it's actually gold. The um That's that one. Yeah, this is where we get to this point. It's the it's the
0: nightmare, okay? So the nightmare has actually been hiding the uh, Jed away from the Sandman and Good uh, Guy Nightmare. Trying to, trying to give him nice dreams, basically, to give him a little sense of escapism.
1: Yeah, I think that. This was good work from The Nightmare. You know, I, I, I think I was assuming it was going to be a bad character, but it's really just looking after a little boy. Um, they do
0: have this argument
1: later on in the
0: episode. Well,
1: so this is what I see, right? Because you know I love when the Sandman is kind of a jerk. So they say, <laughs> oh, this poor little boy, he's like getting, you know, beaten and kept in a cellar and not looked after very well. And this Nightmare, who's really got nothing else to do, is just there like looking after him and giving him good dreams. Isn't that lovely? And the Simon says, yeah, we're not going to do that anymore. Um, so <laughs> we're not doing that at all. I can't read what I've written. It's expletive heavy. Um, but he basically says, yeah, you, you know, we're not doing this. And in the dream, Rose tries to get Jed's address. And he's just like, no, nah, we're going to end the dream right now. And she's like, give me your address, give me your address. Nope, cut off, done. They wouldn't even give them like an extra 20 seconds to get the address. I love it.
0: That's <laughs> my problem.
1: It's like this kid, I've made his situation worse by taking away the nightmare, and this girl just needs his address to help him. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs>
0: Love it. It is the most entitled, <sighs> brashish thing. <laughs> it's
1: like he thought he was the Sandman. Well, just let him get locked in the sand. You're the Sandman. So now the ghost tells the hot lady, um, stay and we'll have a good life together. And they kiss and then she's pregnant with a ghost baby. And it's a shame because he's dead.
0: It is a bit weird. And then she's out of the dream and she's still pregnant.
1: I don't really understand her story. Uh,
0: She, her dreams
1: are coming true, I guess. I guess. Now we find that gold will be punished because, you know, who does a good deed and then expects to not have both the person who received the deed and the person who did the deed to be punished.
0: And has a massive argument about the nature of what she's supposed to be. The dream wants her to be a nightmare. She's like, I would like to be a nice dream, please. I don't want to.
1: <laughs> yeah, she I wants to be nice. Me.
0: I I would just like to, to do nice things for people. And the dream is like, no, no, you have to scare people.
1: And she says to him, look, everybody else came back here, not through love, but through fear and, you know, they didn't all come back because they loved you, so don't be shocked that I didn't come back. I was doing good work helping this boy. And he's like, oh, yeah, fair enough. How about if you disintegrate? <laughs> um, so that's the end of her. Back to the
0: darkness with you.
1: And the librarian's kind of like, oh, I'm not sure if that's a good move. And he's like, yeah, you know what it is? Get back to the library, woman. So <laughs> off she goes.
0: So for the next few episodes, yeah, the sound man just acts like... He's
1: that's a petulant child, essentially. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh yeah but i mean like he's just going to carry on with his behavior to the point where uh, yeah people criticize and comments and they're just like i can't believe he did that at some point he has a little bit of a character change which is interesting not too much actually it's it's just ever so slight but so meaningful
1: i think i liked you know the episode where we saw the time traveling bits and he was meeting the guy every um Oh, or every hundred years. Yeah, I think I liked some of those random episodes a bit more than this actual main story sometimes.
0: Do you know, I just looked at the episode list and I've just seen that there are more random Sandman episodes.
1: I knew there was at least, so there's ten in the, the main series, but I knew there was at least one extra that Netflix has released. Is there a second one now?
0: I think, uh, either there's a second one or there's two storylines that are thrown in together and they are right. actually some fantastic, I think one of the storylines was about the cat. Okay. Uh The cats used to be bigger than people Then people dreamed to be bigger than the cats
1: Good, I don't know why they wouldn't do that
0: Actually, so, yeah So that, that's actually just one extra right.
1: So this episode ends with Disco Glasses Arriving, good guy Disco Glasses Arrives just in time to save Jed from more cellar Related punishment and beatings Yeah And Rose just, I've written sorry, Rose but- funds an ambulance but I don't think she was giving funding so I don't know what she finds I guess an ambulance yes she arrives and finds an ambulance but the kid is already gone and the, she's like but it's my brother and the cops is like well he's gone and then good deed is done because who's driving down the road in a convertible looking all cool and 80s it's Disco Glasses with Jed
0: okay. Dean you understand he is the villain he
1: is the bad guy good guy yeah. Disco Glasses comes no. to save the day
0: no, so we had this conversation with
1: John. He rescued as well. Jed. You have to admit, he just he did a rescue. He murdered the
0: foster parents. He only he only rescued Jed to do
1: you know. There you go. Good work was being done. You know, he's a better he in this episode. I admit this to me. <laughs> he does better work than the dream. <laughs> he killed three people. I didn't realize. But the, the dream, the dream, you know, with this little boy, right? This little boy's thinking, okay, I was just dressing up as the Sandman. I thought I was cool. In comes the real Sandman. He's like, no, you're not cool. I'm the Sandman. You're nobody. I'm going to take away your protector. Here's your sister to help you. And I'm going to take away her as well. Disintegrate your protector. Back to the cellar you go. Disco glasses comes in. Okay, kills a social services lady who wasn't being helpful. And rescues the kid And takes him away in a convertible And now he's Ferris Bueller No Because I mean
0: the other part part of it is That the, uh, the dream was giving him The nightmare was giving him an excuse for Ghoul was giving him an excuse for escapism Where he could escape into his dreams And not bother with reality And the dream was like no you can't do that You actually have to live a life So face up to What you're working with
1: yeah, but I kind of in this episode, at least, if this was the only episode you saw, and you're you're caring about Jed specifically, the dream was a better person as a worse person. Sorry, disco glasses helps more. You know, I mean,
0: oh, I'm not saying the dream is a good person by I any mean, like he's a terrible person. They're all just terrible people.
1: So can so uh, we talk about the Raven? He was sent to help.
0: Yeah, keep an eye <laughs> on.
1: So he was on the back. beach, and that was it.
0: Yeah, he was also at the window and just kind of just being there around the place.
1: Just keeping an eye out in case anything weird happened. I happens. feel like he disappeared halfway through the episode. I feel like he didn't really do anything. He didn't help Rose. He didn't keep oh, an eye on her.
0: He did keep the Corinthian
1: away from her. Did he? Wait, well, on the beach, the Corinthian sees him and leaves. But then we don't really see him again.
0: Yeah, because he's, you know, it's, the raven is looking after Rose. So I, he's we've actually...
1: got we to be careful here, man. The listeners are listening and thinking, who on earth is the Corinthian? Uh, Disco glasses. No, no, I'm not doing this.
0: I'm not doing this. He has sunglasses to hide the fact that he has teeth for eyelids. Ah, you will bring in that detail. Every time, Dean, every time. Because at some point you're going to meet somebody who's like this person.
1: (laughs) I I, I hope you're okay. When I see hexagonal glasses, I'm going to be like, excuse me, do you have teeth behind those? Yeah, I'm going to go away. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> It'll go away quite fast No, oh, I'm worried about you meeting people And saying they're good guy John Or good guy mm. disco glasses Well you know you the, one, the one guy glasses. like slept with disco glasses And got out of it unscathed Last time
0: <laughs> Only because disco glasses Had to go somewhere like more important
1: So if you want to meet a dangerous like, I, person I do, you. do it when they're busy That's the lesson of the show Guys this has been a <laughs> Episode um, Fourteen. Uh, well, episode eight of the Sandman, anyway. Episode fourteen overall of Dark Place Dreamers. Um, have yourselves a sleepy, sleepy day. <laughs> be Ferris Bueller in the convertible. Be good guy, disco glasses, and get down and shake. Don't,
0: your Go don't be. Uh, good night, sweet dreams, everyone. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands.